0: Welcome to the Hedera Hashcast, episode 14. I'm your host, Warlock and Key, and we're back again with Stater Labs. How are you guys doing today?
1: All good. Thanks for having us again.
0: Now, something my audience has been dying to know is how do you feel about anime?
1: Not sure I'm qualified to answer that question.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. You know, I just had to throw it out there. They've been begging to know. They've been begging to know. Uh,
2: I did so, try it in, in uh, undergrad. Tried watching it, but never really caught up. We'll, we'll make a convert
0: of you yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so what have you, let's get right into it. What have you come to share with yeah. us today? I, I hear a lot of stuff's been getting ready to roll out with Stater.
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, so back when we started, uh we said, hey, this is we one of you know the community can only stake. Uh, of course there are lots of questions on why why only uh, staking, why not unstaking? And we, we gave those answers and why we wanted to sort of bring it out there to the market as soon as possible and all of those kind of things. But yeah, so the, the good news is we're we're pretty much ready with V2, uh, so people can unstake and withdraw. Right. um So this this functionality, which we had originally planned for July, uh, tentatively, uh, we're going to meet that uh, break or sort of, uh, you know, be faster than our proposed deadline by at least a couple of weeks, hopefully. And uh, we're gearing up to announce uh, the date, uh, you know, towards the end of this week. And uh, yeah, so yeah, people can look forward to unstaking their H bar, uh, H bar X, sorry, and getting back their H bar, seeing that, you know, there's a greater amount that they get back. Uh, and then, you know, hopefully we stay again.
0: <laughs> so so we're talking possibly in two weeks V2 could be rolling out.
2: Yeah. Um, you know this just fill you in we were hoping it's a little faster than that, but yeah, in two weeks for sure.
3: How's that journey been to get to Stator V two? So I didn't quite catch the question. How has the journey been to you yeah. into State or V two?
2: Yeah, no. So I, I think the journey's been great, right? So there's obviously while we were out, sort of talking to you guys, talking to the users, talking to everyone, kind of getting feedback from the community. Our developers were working hard back, uh, you know, backstage to kind of get everything ready for V two uh, itself. Uh, so you know, the first one when we launched, we had a little bit, uh, you know, of a learning curve. Uh, and we, we we kind of did, you know, how do we do testing on the main net? How do we do test net, main net? What are, what are the fee structures that we need to follow? Which accounts do we need to create, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So all of that was like setting up on, on a network. So all of that was done. So that, that, that was a little faster for us this time. Uh, I think, uh, our team also sort of was more comfortable. So That's why we went into beta early. Uh, so we, we had like full beta, you know, we called Uh, No real issues, uh, all good. Uh, Now what we're doing is just testing the migration from V1 to V2. That's just to make sure that everything's buttoned up. And of course, as with everything, right? So uh, the the new code is going through security audits and we won't launch before we have a clean bill of health from our auditors as well.
0: So are there other factors besides unstaking that are going to be rolled out with V2?
2: Yeah, yeah, there are a couple of things. Uh, we will roll out support for uh, our second wallet, which is the Blade wallet as well. Um, so you can connect and sort of stake with the Blade wallet uh, as soon as D2 launches. And uh, we're looking at you know potentially having an on-ramp partner as well, just you know changing the, the MoonPay link at the top or adding one more there, uh, just to give people options, nothing major, right? Um, how the unstaking is gonna work because essentially Unstaking is two workflows. So one is you know, unstaking, which essentially what that does is you give your H bar X back to us, we burn those H bar X. Now what happens is that uh, we then, uh, the amount of H bar that those H bar X is worth, we keep that aside for you and we uh, turn it into what we call an unstaking uh, contract. And then you have to wait seven days after which you can withdraw uh those uh, hbar into your own wallet now that wait of 7 days is uh, is for a couple of reasons uh one is if you look at staking infrastructure across all networks uh typically you have this wait period uh, cooling off period so as to sync the epochs with the actual chain consensus mechanism right so we will ultimately sync this 7 days to one day two day whatever uh whatever the network decides uh, in hip 406 when protocol staking goes live but right now we've just kept it uh for seven days largely because we don't want to encourage uh you know trading around the epoch time so you know we want to discourage just sort of uh staking just before unstaking just after all of those kind of things um right uh plus we want to encourage people to use DeFi protocols right so if you want instant liquidity uh, you can go to a Dex, pay a small fee, uh, get that uh, upfront, or you can wait for seven days. Uh, ultimately, if you look at staking, it's a product designed for long-term token holders, and hence we we feel that you know for our core audience it doesn't matter. Uh, just for you know reference, this this period is about three days in 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 Solana. Uh, it's seven days in Binance. Uh, you know it's it's around that time in most other uh, networks as well.
0: So if, uh, if you guys are ready to go for unstaking in about two weeks, you know, about two yeah. weeks, what, uh, what could that mean for the potential launch date of Hedera's native staking program?
2: Yeah, so look, I think uh, Hedera's native staking program has a couple of other things, and there are sort of better minds than mine. Uh, working on it. So because HIP 406 will mean that you need to change the consensus mechanism a little bit as well, right? Because right now it's equal equal weightage of nodes, all the uh, nodes that are there, right? And you, they the transaction flows through them, uh, you know, in equally. Right now you need to add the 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 workflows to actually do an uneven staking, so that more transactions flow through to the uh, to the nodes that have more staked on them, right? plus if you look at uh, the hip406 proposal there are certain minimums and maximum caps for staking right and then there is direct and indirect so I, I, we are kind of developing this independently of uh, of uh, hip406 and protocol staking so if you go back to our one of our original points that we had discussed on on the first uh, time we were on uh, like if you look at staking as a whole we are kind of building the demand side it's like token holders where do you how do you interact with the chain how do you stake how do you what kind of platform do you uh, you know use, right? And what H I P four hundred six is, is is the supply side, right? So what happens to those stake HBAR? bar? They have to go and you know sit in a, a node somewhere. And how does the rewards flow uh, go back? So when H I P four hundred six goes live, if you again recall our original architecture, which is the staking contract, uh, the rewards contract that typically just sort of pumps in the rewards into the staking contract right now. So when HIP 406 goes live, the reward contract goes away and our staking contract seamlessly integrates with protocol staking that is left. So all the HBAR there uh, that is currently in the pool and that will be added will essentially go and be allocated to different nodes, right? And we will do that because, uh, again, if you go back to what HIP 406 is, it will create an optimization problem for people to sort of optimally stake Given the risk reward scenarios and the diversification you want to have.
0: Right, right. So what what's the future of Stator looking like past V2? Everybody's been waiting for V2. Everybody's waiting, waiting for V2, but what what are what are we working on next?
2: Yeah, so look, I think uh, past V2, it's about us sort of evangelizing the ecosystem, if I if I may say so, right? Try to get other folks to come on board and sort of help us. Uh, grow this network along. So we 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 recently started something for content creators, just a small price weekly that we want to hand out to anybody who makes anything of, of uh, you know, related to DeFi on a It doesn't have to be SATA, it doesn't have to be Staking, we're, we're not really interested in that. Uh, the, the What we want to do is essentially uh, go ahead and incentivize people to uh, to create content for users and for users to consume that content and hence grow the ecosystem, right? Uh, similarly, uh, we have something for our community champions, uh, hopefully, you know, other protocols will kind of do that as well, you know, the, the it's is invaluable, really, the The amount of time, effort, you know, some of our community champions have spent uh, just kind of educating other folks on on the platform without, without anything, just because they felt it was the right thing to do, right? And so we want to reward that, again, nothing major, just a small token of our appreciation. Um, and uh, going forward, what that also means is you know more 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 moves, uh, more uh, you know hopefully a lending protocol, right? So we want to attract uh, friends that we see in other networks, building some of this to 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 come come to Era and build build
1: here. So this
0: might be kind of a strange question, but you know, besides staking HBAR, and, and let me know if this just makes no sense, would you ever be open to some kind of temporary staking program for some of the, some of the tokens that are being
2: minted on the Hedera network? That's a very interesting question, right? So essentially, if you look at uh, how, how our contracts are, uh, you know, they can potentially be used for any XYZ token, right? So we we use our own contracts to stake uh, the SD token, or at least we use to go back on Terra, right? And we, we do that on ETH as well. Right. So technically we can sort of give that to any a, any sort of uh, protocol to stake their own tokens and to kind of uh Kind of act as their own central bank in terms of rewarding their long-term, uh, you know, uh, token holders. Um, I'm not sure whether we do that route or not, uh, because uh, ideally we would not want it to be on our DApp for sure, right? Uh, because that that's not something that you know we feel that we are completely equipped to do, because you know, kind of having it on our DApp would be kind of associating with that token. Right. So we would we, probably, if, even if you do do it, we'd probably just provide it as an API layer for somebody to integrate with.
0: Right, that makes sense. I was just thinking it might be fun down the line when, when we have our, uh, our own little uh, staple of altcoins to maybe do some kind of fun little event or th- something like that. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So what do you think going forward is going to be Kind of your main challenge, your main goal that you're going to have to uh, tackle.
2: Yeah, so I think our, our main goal going forward after V2 is, of course, you know, just staying abreast of all the changes that will have, that are happening. Protocols taking going live, doing that, you know, bit uh, integrating with that. That's going to be our, you know, next big development project. But also uh, combining with other protocols and and making standards for the network, right? So if you look at the network right now, one of the missing pieces is that protocols should come together and um, make standards, right? So for example, the, the wallets led by Hashback have been trying to make a sort of standardized connector that anybody can sort of use and, and connect with. And that, that will be incredibly helpful in getting more people on, right? So can we make a standardized DeFi connector along with say Saucer or tangent or whoever Wants, wants to build right so that you know uh, tomorrow uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, protocol coming up uh, developing on Hedera doesn't have to go through the same kind of things and can ramp up much faster right so I think that's that's where what I meant by sort of evangelizing the network not just to users but also to developers and making sure that we we have all the right tools in place uh, so that somebody looking at w- the networks to build on well, given the choices the are printing Plenty of them out there. Big uh, uh, our Pixar Network.
1: So, what
0: I want to know, and this is just picking your brain a bit, when yeah. people un- you know they'll they'll try to unstake, they'll start unstaking, they'll be the seven days. After the seven days are up, what do you anticipate? Because this a lot of H bar has been staked. Do, do you know what the, yeah. the current total is?
2: it's about 570 million yeah so
0: so a a lot of h bar has been staked what do you Mm -hmm. anticipate happening once once they they finally get that uh that large amount of h bar out that they've got
2: yeah so at least internally we've been kind of debating what will uh, exactly happen with this Uh, but uh, the the view that we have is essentially that uh, a lot of people will unstake. We'll want to see that HBAR come back in, uh, but hopefully after a few days they'll they'll just realize hey, staking was is still the best option out there, and because it's liquid staking, right? You don't you don't need to lock in. You can use your HBARX in dexes. Uh, whoever launches will be out there. Uh, you can use your HBARX in other places. Uh, I know Tangent has a pool up. Uh, they made a pool of HBARX HBAR, X, H-bar. Uh, so even now you can kind of do that. Um, Right. And in Docs and with Saucer and all, all the rest of the folks as well. So, um, so what we're hoping is kind of like a J curve, where for TVL. So where, where people start to kind of unstake, realize what, uh, what they, they want and kind of see the H bar, edge bar back in their wallets, uh, realize that this is for real and, and, and the circle, uh, is complete now. And then they say, yeah, yeah let, let's, let's continue to stake.
0: I really hope I really hope that happens because something I've been thinking about as as the the markets, you know, as people started staking, and the market's been taking yeah. a hit. Uh, I've been like, you know, pretty thankful that that H-bar was locked up. Uh mm-hmm. because a lot of people are panic selling right now and I'm worried they're going to be like, oh, 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 oh. "Uh let's let's get yeah. out of here."
2: Um that but- that's an interesting point, right, it, and it could very well happen. Look, I, I don't think like, so as developers, we we never predict the market. We we go and build on places where we feel, you know, there is long-term potential. Sure. Um, so it, it could happen in the short run that that J-curve doesn't look like a J-curve. It looks more like a cliff and then goes up again. Uh, but I think long-term, see, that's what we really like about the network, right? There's so many great companies backing this right and it's not just uh, individuals token holders might be individuals right but ultimately if you're building uh, a network the, the the real proof is in the usage right so we i know we are just ramping up right uh, but it's not just defi users, it's it's more and more uh, sort of different use cases that are coming on the network and so that's what attracted us to build here right we, we said this is okay it's not it's not the most popular choice in the world to to build on the network, but there's no logical reason not to, right? If you look at the uh, long term, long term aspects of it, right, you have like twenty different use cases being done on the network right now. It's not just DeFi, right? So overall, uh, we're we're pretty bullish, right? So these these peaks and troughs in the markets will come, but if uh, the network continues to perform well, and uh, which is is doing admirably, I mean we've seen it firsthand in terms of the speed and the uh, just the reliability of it right and the network it continues to do that then then there's no reason why the use cases won't come to us uh, slowly slowly and you know more and more uh, transactions will also be on the network
0: yeah we've been waiting for that 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 ramp up for a while now and i you know i it's it's hard to put yourself out there and say it but i think we're getting close. I think a lot of stuff has been building behind the scenes. Uh luckily we have stuff like Stater that is out there, you can see it, you know, you can interact yep. with it. Um but I think uh yeah, a lot more of those things are coming out. Yeah, Tangent launched uh yesterday and yep. uh swap should be launching soon. fairly soon. So I'm I'm really hoping that there's, you know, like you said, not just a DeFi wave coming, but also all all these uh mysterious use cases that you know us us individuals can't really uh, see exactly what's going on but a lot of people have been hinting towards come online soon because it's been it's been a little rough for Hedera recently I'd say
3: on on that topic uh, do, do you do you anticipate that institutions will buy HBAR and potentially stake that HBAR on Stater?
2: Um Not sure, right? So I think for institutions in our experience, there are a lot of uh, sort of hoops to cross through before they're allowed to invest in an asset like HBAR, right? Or even allowed to invest in a protocol like status, right? So there is obviously the smart contract risk right now, most corporations, most regular corporations don't know how to price that in. Uh, There's not enough sort of understanding as well as uh, sort of insurance and all those kind of products built around it uh, for people to have that confidence. So I, I think we're still a, a few few months at least away from that happening. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't put my house on it. Let me say it that way. But yeah, it's something that as crypto the crypto ecosystem and people start to understand it more and more, right? and some of the winners become more clear, I think uh, things will develop in that direction. And ultimately it's, it's capital uh, that that, will, uh, that is sitting there that needs a house and kind of uh, should flow to the most efficient use of it, right? So there's no reason why it shouldn't happen. But I think there's a few regulatory and, you know, just internal hurdles of how some of these big corporations work uh, that are stopping that from happening.
0: Do you see another dispensation of grant money from the HBAR found the uh, HBAR Foundation coming for rewards? For Stater, Is for that? Stater.
2: No, yeah, so I think from the idea of Stater was that essentially uh, you know after the first sort of dart money uh we'd be self-sufficient because and that's why we're charging the fees uh that right. we do and that's that's kind of happening right so we're you know you, you saw us kind of not doing much if, with the in terms of marketing and giveaways at the start that was just because you know we were kind of get, making sure that there's scale in the business and we, we've kind of got that so i think we've reached that stage now and we're starting to look at more marketing channels and marketing avenues and spending our, the h bar that we earn there so that the ecosystem grows right uh but in terms of uh, you know the grant to users yeah because ultimately you know we we, we kind of have to bridge this gap till protocol staking comes through and uh, we were hoping to have announced that by now but like i think a, a few few more days hopefully we'll announce it uh, in conjunction with uh, the V2 announcement, or a little bit, uh, a little bit after, or a little bit before, right? But uh, yeah, so there'll be something to kind of bridge bridge folks uh, till the protocol sequence comes through.
0: Okay, so we've covered the future of Stator. Hopefully, there's there's some some more fun collabs, uh, you know, coming coming in the future. You know, always reach out to me. I can make a silly video with the best of them. Um
2: we'll take me up on
0: that. <laughs> uh, you, you might not know what you're signing up for, but we'll, we, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. You'll have that final approval. Uh, do you think, let's just, because we've been talking about this, do you think as far as this, this big avalanche, this rollout of everything, we got, what, six more months to wait, two months to wait?
2: Oh, for you saying all the use cases?
0: just getting yeah use cases and just this this momentum because i feel like we just we're just you know primed and ready but
2: yeah it's tough to say right because there's lots of things moving uh in the markets as well right i I mean just uh, if you just talk about talent right that's where we have our internal discussions a lot more right it's not a question of money or capital but it's also a question of how do you attract the right talent to build fast and build quickly and to make sure that things that you have in your head actually see the light of day, right? Um, so the, the, the big challenge that I see with, with, with this uh, is that, uh, you know, this sort of wave uh, of the bear market is that it, it might drive out a little bit of the talent or at least it'll uh, dry up the talent.
1: Oh, I think we lost him for a second. Let's see if he comes back.
0: Well friends, while we're waiting on his connection to stabilize, I think it might be time to check in with Deepak on who his favorite One Piece characters are the top five.
1: Hard to say, man. Too many good ones. Um, Definitely Sanji, Zoro are up there.
3: I like the I like the characters that you s- see kind of just for a little bit, but they do play a, a bigger part. Um I got to the part where they they met with Brooke, I think, the 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 skeleton dude. Nice. Um, and he's really funny. I really like yeah, him yeah. a lot. Um, I like Brooke. He's funny. I'm at the very beginning of that though. And it's it's very, it's very creative how they kind of tie him in, but um other than that i mean uh, luffy's cool luffy's cool i mean he does cool stuff i wouldn't say he's like top five though um for me
0: makes sense he's he's kind of uh he's more of a vehicle than a character
3: right great right. yeah, exactly oh i think we got him oh, back
0: is he back is he back hey guys
1: He's back. hey
0: Sorry. We, we got I'm you not, no worries i'm not sure where, where, where i lost you guys i just switched networks and... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Well, it's been been I think like two minutes. Um, but you did not give us your definitive answer on uh when when this we're gonna start seeing the results of this wave.
2: Yeah, yeah. So should I just sort of repeat what, what yeah, I said? Yeah, go go uh, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 we will probably have to edit that uh, in, right? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh. Essentially, it's very tough to say, uh, you know, the, whether it's maybe two, two months or six months or or a year, right? Um, so, as 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 developers and builders, what we w- w- one thing that we kind of track is talent, right? And and our biggest concern right now is that you know, uh, with this bear market and some so, uh, some of the things that are happening, uh, it might drive Talent away from Web3, or it might drive uh, at least slow down the talent coming into Web3, right? Which will in turn slow down development even 12 months down the line, right? Um, so that's that's our biggest sort of challenge that we we deal with as as builders, right? Whether it be two months, six months, I mean, your guess is as good, good as mine. I, I hope it's is the former. Uh, uh, if I was a betting man, it would be probably be more around the six to 12 range right? Because these things take a little bit of time to sort of uh, you know, crystallize. And the the fact that uh, in the kind of markets we are in, it doesn't look like anybody's going to take uh, risks uh, anytime soon. Right. So I think, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a headwind. So we kind of hold on tight. Yeah.
0: Just, um, um, yeah I have a similar mind on that. Yeah, Deepak?
3: Um, so- just to touch on the developer portion of that, um, yeah. whenever Luna had collapsed, um, a lot of people were assuming that the talent from there would go on to other networks and fingers crossed to Dara. But do you think that talent pool has more likely just exited the Web3 space? Or do you think like, there is a good chance that that uh, talent is migrating around?
2: Yeah, so a lot of the talent... Like, let's also sort of break this down. It's a, it's a great question, right? So you have the early sort of folks who, who are founders, who are early employees, right? Of all, all of these uh, protocols and, you know, who are kind of building stuff right at the start, right? So they, they're not going anywhere. They're either going to be in the ecosystem, uh, they're their are first users and then builders, right? So they're, they're including us, right? We're building on Terra 2.0 as well. We've launched on Terra 2.0. I'm sure uh, other folks are also launching on Terra 2 right? Uh, so that that is not where the concern is, right? But if you, uh, our concern is more sort of downstream, right? So if you look at how what what is needed to run a protocol, right? You, we're talking about okay, core smart contract developers, right? This is what everybody kind of thinks, right? And core people who are going to design the tokenomics, design the design the economics around it, right? That that's great. I think though that's not the problem. But if you look at what is needed to run the entire business, right? Uh, which is, you know, marketers, content creators, uh, right? Uh, you need front-end developers, you need DAB developers, you need people to think about the product, right? So all of this is not just competing in the Web3 space. You you, you need like support services, you need HR, talent, uh, talent acquisition folks, you need finance. So all of these, for all of these functions, you're not just competing in the Web3 space. You're competing with, with the broader out there, And that's where my concern is because I think there's, there'll be a lot of talent still in the core areas of Web3 that will go nowhere. Right? But that's what we've learned firsthand is that's not enough to build a scalable business. After the first sort of thing around the protocol, you, you need more. You need uh, to build that business, you need those fundamental things, and you need to kind of put structure around it. So that is where the broader concern that I have for talent is. Right.
0: And I'm getting the, the vibe that you, you guys are actively looking for people, right?
2: Yeah, we're always looking for people. <laughs> we're, we're expanding uh, to, to more chains. Uh, we'll, we'll be expanding more, right? So we're, we're actively looking for people to kind of come on board. So if, you know, shout out to anyone who wants to work with us, either on Hedera or, or somewhere else, just, you know, go to our careers page and uh, drop us a note and we'll, we'll get in touch
0: Because I, yeah, I know a lot of devs tune into my little, my tiny little YouTube channel here. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they reach out because yeah, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of opportunities um, in our space uh, to get work and start making things better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All
0: right. I think that is a good stopping point. I'd like to thank Stator Labs for agreeing to be here. I really appreciate it. Uh, Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitter at Hashcast, and supporting us via Patreon or via our patron NFTs. As a patron, you get early access to the podcast, as well as admins to a private community where I drop early info, ask for suggestions, and make jokes that you may or may not find funny. Thank you for listening and for helping to build a consensus in the Hedera community. Thank you to our patrons. ABFT, FTW, Charlie Go, Pib Chibbler, and DJ.